Hey, intrepid listeners. Uh, we want to engage you in a tell a friend campaign. Tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Tell two friends. Tell all your friends to tune into Caustic Soda. We're trying to get our listenership up, and uh, uh, you guys are out there to help us. So encourage people to check it out. Especially tell your friends who are squeamish. Yeah, those ones especially. <laughs> Imagine how fun that will be for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a personal challenge. <laughs> See how many friends you can lose. Test your <laughs> test your friends with caustic soda, won't you? <laughs> this episode is gonna suck, Wang. I'm Kevin Leeson. If you walk without rhythm, you might not attract the worm. I'm Joe Fulgham. Is that a leech in your rectum, or are you just happy to see me? I'm Torn Atkinson, and this is Caustic Soda! From Old English lace, or possibly lachy, L-A-E. It's got the, it's one of those A and E together. Oh, that's so you. Tell that's me, got a word that I don't know what it means. Yeah. When I go to Starbucks and I order dolce de leche, I'm getting leeches. You might be mm-hmm. commonly regarded as a transferred use of the same word leech as an obsolete word for physician. Oh yeah, because they would stick leeches on you. But isn't that yeah? That was the cure all. Well, maybe. So they maybe called not. them leeches Maybe too. they were called leech. Maybe physicians were called leeches before they started using whatever these things are. Let's oh. call these things leeches after the surgeon. Could be. Oh, chicken and egg. We don't know. No, A leech and, and surgeon. <laughs> From proto-Germanic lek jazz, meaning literally one who counsels. I thought lek jazz was going to have something to do with Bob Fosse, but uh, what do I know? And the phobia is bedellophobia. B-D-E-L-L-O. Bedellophobia. I hate that BD. How do you say a BD? Bedell? Oh, that's from Buck Rogers in the 21st century. Thanks, Buck. That's the one. Leeches are segmented worms that belong to the phylum Annelida. Annelida? They're annelids. Okay. And comprise the subclass Hirudinae. I do not want them on any of my lids. No. That's why they're called annelids. Yeah, they're not. And if they were there, it would be very hermaphrodite of them. Mm-hmm. Related to earthworms, they are hermaphrodites. The majority of leeches live in freshwater environments, while some species can be found in terrestrial and marine environments as well. Okay. Some leeches are hematophagus, as they are predominantly blood suckers that feed on blood from vertebrate and invertebrate animals. Blood suckers. Many leech species do not feed on human blood, but instead prey on small invertebrates, which they eat whole. Oh, uh, mm. like uh, what would be a small invertebrate that a leech would eat whole? Like uh, some sort of fungus a or mite? slime? No, those aren't invertebrates. Those are, so, I mean, they don't have spines. Yeah. But <laughs> those aren't animals. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Invertebrates would be like maybe uh, a, snails. A, a, yeah, snails. Small insects, All other right. worms. Okay. So num num nums on the invertebrates. Yep. 
Though certain species of leeches feed on blood, not all species can bite. Okay. So, so they just find pools it. of it lying around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many feed solely on decomposing bodies ah. and open wounds on amphibians, reptiles, waterfowl, fish, and mammals. Well, that's really counting on paper cuts in the yeah. animal kingdom. Yes. Yeah. There's a niche for that. <laughs> Almost 700 species of leeches are currently recognized. I know you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we met before. <laughs> Does anyone have a leech story? No. No one's ever got leached before? I got leached. Never. I don't I, even think I've seen one live. Really? I don't think you I have. You do not get out much. <laughs> Why would I, I go out in nature? It's got leeches in it. Before Survivor, there was the Eco Challenge, which Mark Burnett, who uh, actually ended up producing Survivor for television, he put on the Eco Challenge, which was a seven-day-long race through really inhospitable environments. Right. And uh, it was set in Borneo. And oh, Borneo yes. is a... Uh, is a rainforest, and so they would have to they would have to you know raft down certain parts and bike certain parts and run certain parts and swim certain parts. So this one guy he swam a river, yeah. And of course they had cameras following the teams that were you know either expected to be winners or there was a team of Playboy bunnies, so they had a camera following them, what? even though they were like way in the back right. because because then the viewer is the winner. Although these girls didn't look so pretty after like three days of straight racing through a rainforest, but. Uh, but everybody had I like an, them when they're muddy and covered in leeches. <laughs> everybody had an emergency radio that they could call a doctor who was on staff at 24 hours a day. And so this, this one point where they'd swim through and you had this English guy call out. And so they didn't have video of this, but they had the audio. Oh, they recorded everything. right. <clears throat> and this guy called in and said, I need to talk to a doctor. I'm, okay, what do you need? what's your problem? Well, I swam this river. And I came out the other side, and I felt something in my shorts. Uh-huh. And I looked down just in time to see the back half of the leech go up my urethra. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and, and, and the this doctor... This is why I don't go out in nature, Torrin. <laughs> All right. The, got the, me there. The doctor did kind of make the noise of one of you two. It wasn't the laughing. <laughs> it was... He kind of went, oh, mm. Uh, and he said... And the guy said, yes, I can kind of see it through the skin. I can see it in there wiggling around. And... The guy, of course, the tone of his voice, he's freaked the fuck out, yeah. right? He's not, he's not like, well, I saw it in my urethra. <laughs> and so he threw it out like, what should I do? And the doctor went, well, I'm sorry to inform you. You kind of just have to wait for it to fill up and it will leave on its own. Unless it's the dreaded Kandiro. Uh I, I can't wait to hear about that later. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, but it's yeah, so, so this guy kind of just heaved a... <sighs> you know, all right, and just like resigned, like watching his dick, waiting for a leech to come out of the tip of it. Uh, so and that's so, the only reason I've never done the eco challenge. That's that and they don't right. do it anymore. Okay. So Torin, you berated me for never having even seen a leech live. When have you seen live leeches? As recently as last summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, in a lake. Oh yeah, they do like lakes. But before that, in Calgary, when I lived in Calgary, mm-hmm. we used to hang out at Mount Royal College. I'm sure it's not called Mount Royal College anymore. Okay, and they had this area outside, which was kind of like it was kind of like a cultivated uh, garden slash pool area. Okay, it was all just stagnant water though. Okay, Sounds so there was leeches. Leachy. There was leeches all over the place. Uh-huh. Mm. And we used to play in there, and then one day I found that there were leeches in it. Because I came out of it with leeches on me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And that's fun. Okay. Pop quiz. All right. Kevin, what is a clitellum? Kevin doesn't know this, please. Uh, yeah, it's when you're looking for it and you just all you can say is, um... <laughs> Clitellum. Hmm. 
<laughs> no, I, it's a, I, it's, I a, disagree. Uh, it's a female's brain. The, oh, I see it like a cerebellum. Cerebellum. Clitoris. Mm-hmm. Clitel, clitellum. Uh, is it a thing that the leech uses to make the hole so it can suck blood? Maybe you're thinking <laughs> of the cluster of nerves that's like a mini brain inside the clit. Ah, there yeah, go. there you go. A clitellum is a thickened glandular and non-segmented section of the body wall near the head in earthworms and leeches that secretes a viscid sac in which the eggs are deposited. Oh, oh okay. Got All that. Right. Joe, how big is the biggest leech? Uh, 14 inches long. I saw Attack of the Giant Leeches <laughs> yes. for this show, <laughs> so I know the answer is actually like 8 feet. Well, the Amazon leech, Hementaria gilliani. Mm-hmm. Measures up to 46 centimeters and 10 centimeters in width. So 46 centimeters long. That's like a foot and a half. Oh, my God. A foot and a half long leech and like four inches wide. I said 14. That's 18. That's pretty close. 18 inches. The leech can take four times its body weight before becoming satisfied. The biggest record known was seen within a 15 gram Amazon leech, which consumed 80 grams of blood. Oh, I think I could use 80 grams of blood. I don't think I want to lose that much. (laughs) That sounds like a kind of thing that's attacking like crocodiles and things that live in the Amazon that are bigger than human. Like, I think if if that leached onto you and sucked that much blood out of you, you would feel faint. I think you would have a headache. Oh, yeah. That would be a problem. Like, how much 80 grams? So, if it it weighs the same as water. Uh, 80 grams is 80 milligrams. It's it's 0.08 kilograms. Yeah. 0.08 0.08 kilos. Right? That's a decent amount. Mm-hmm. That's like a cat. Uh, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what is syncope? Syncope. S Y N C O P E. I know what it is. Okay. It's when you're in the pool and you like float to the bottom to urinate so they can't feel that warm pool right. up at the top. You know, you go looking for coins at the bottom <laughs> of the pool. What syncope is? That's when uh, guys hang out for a long time and they synchronize their urinating schedules. Oh, uh, yeah. We don't talk about this very often, but, you know. <laughs> that totally happens. That's just science. In fact, it is the medical term for fainting or passing out. Oh. Defined as a transient loss of consciousness characterized by rapid onset, short duration, and spontaneous recovery due to low blood flow to the brain. Mm. That most often results from low blood pressure. This is something that happens if enough leeches if enough leeches are on you. All right. right, it might just be one for me. Yeah, <laughs> or if they're on you for a long time, yeah. which can also happen. Uh, Joe, yeah, which of the following proteins are not found in leech saliva? Okay, there are four of them. I'm going to list. Okay, okay. Anesthetic, anticoagulant, vasodilator, proteinase inhibitor. Uh, 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 vasodilator. I go with protein inhibitor. You are both wrong. Huh? It is anesthetic. Oh, those bastards. Oh, because they don't care if you feel it or not. Commonly believed, but never proven to have anesthetic. Oh. Mm. Leeches well, are. at least I'm commonly wrong. Depending on the species and size, leech bites can be barely noticeable, or they can be fairly painful. That's a wonderfully nondescriptive. Well, yeah, sometimes uh, you can feel them, and sometimes I don't know you where can. they come on the uh, what episode was it? Wasps? We discussed. Oh yeah, the, the pain, yeah. pain scale. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it would come on that. Probably pretty low if you can not feel them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, what pathogens do leeches carry? All of them. That, In the immortal words of Gary Oldman, all of them. From that great movie, Leon. Uh, he said everyone. Ah! That's the line. Same thing. I, I'm going to say none. I'm going to say they're clean, that, they're, that they don't carry pathogens. Uh, that they're sterile. Yeah, because we use them in medicine, right? 
So somewhere in the middle, yeah. between none of them and, and all, all of them. them. Damn it. According to a paper published in 1994 called Experiments on the Possible Role of Leeches as Vectors of Animal and Human Pathogens, a Light and Electron Microscopy Study. You're not going to put that on a movie poster. In African le- well, maybe as the tagline. Ah. In African leeches from Cameroon, blood was serologically positive for human immunodeficiency virus. Oh, that's Ooh, HIV. That's, yeah. And hepatitis B. Those are both bad. Blood of Hirudo medicinalis bought in German pharmacies contained up to 11 different species of bacteria. In experiments done at low and high temperatures, it was shown that ingested red and white blood cells could survive up to six months in leeches stored at three degrees Celsius. Bacteriophages, that's viruses of bacteria, okay, uh, and bacteria persisted in large numbers for at least six months in the gut of experimentally infected leeches. Experimentally infected. So they basically uh, gave a leech clean blood, and then they took blood out of the leech and found it was diseased? Uh, no, they no. put they put viruses of bacteria and bacteria in leeches to see how long they would last. Ah, okay. And it was six months. If a leech bit somebody with that stuff yeah. and then bit somebody else with that stuff, they could transfer the yes, stuff. Yes, yes. For six months. Yeah. If, unless the blood only goes in and doesn't go out. Well, we'll I get to that. Okay. okay. Protozoan parasites to- such as Toxoplasma gondii, our old friend. Yeah. Trypanosoma brucei brucei. <laughs> or <laughs> was that discovered in Australia? <laughs> or Plasmodium burgi were even capable of reproducing inside the gut of the leech. Oh, wow. These parasites survived around five to six weeks. However, electron microscopy studies ha- gave no hint of penetration of such pathogens into the unicellular salivary glands, which would initiate a direct transmission. There you go. Such transmission, however, is possible. Possible, yeah. Sure. Many fish leeches directly transmit several blood parasites when the leeches are squeezed during skin attachment or when they are manipulated by dropping salt solution on their backs while they are sucking. Right. Uh, so they're sucking, and then you drop salt to like make them let go, and they they're go, gonna ah, go bleh. yeah, and they right. barf their disease back into the fish. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a high threat. You don't have to totally worry about leeches being infected and then biting you, and you get something. But mm-hmm. it's possible. Consequently, the leech as is a potential vector of many pathogens, especially in regions with an endemic spread of human and or animal pathogens. Yeah, Dead. Kevin. Pathogens aside, okay, can a leech kill a person? A single leech. Or are we talking about like leech in in the general sense? I'll let you decide. Well, I think if you were if you swam in leech heavy waters and got attached by enough leeches, and they all went, "I'm getting my part." You're thinking if you like, I want to commit suicide by leeches, it can be done. That's what you're thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I can stand you behind could, that. You could lose enough blood if there were enough leeches that yeah. you would get faint and then not be able to swim, and then you would drown. But I think generally, no. Well, in 1986, uh huh, six cases of pharyngeal leech were reported from a highland area of North Kenya. Three patients were severely anemic and one died. Okay. There have been sporadic reports of leech infestation of man in East and Central Africa, but these reports lack correct identification of the leech. The leeches were ingested accidentally by drinking water from infested water sources. Ah, drinking leeches! The major symptoms were a feeling of something in the throat. That would happen when you have a leech in your throat? Nosebleed and coughing up blood. Uh-huh. On examination, pharyngeal blood was a consistent feature, although the leech was rarely seen on initial inspection. Ah. Examination under anesthesia was usually successful in locating and removing the leech. Prompt blood transfusion was life-saving in two cases. Because you drank it. It's in your throat. It's in your throat, and it wouldn't just like crawl out of your throat. It would just keep sucking. Yeah, and live a long and fruitful life. Until you in your die. Throat, then, until yeah. it drank all of your blood and you <laughs> fell faint. You got syncope. 
Yeah, uh-huh. And then uh, your leech meal. So the only ones that survived were the ones that had them surgically removed. Or in two cases. In two cases. Right. Of the six cases. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those guys, those are greedy little suckers, aren't they? So it's not the way that I suggested in that you just lie there and throw like 150 leeches on you. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. It's one really, really thirsty leech. Yeah, in the back of your throat. Ugh, what a bastard. And pooping down your throat as well. Whatever leeches Whatever it does. Ugh. Old blood. <laughs> yeah. Mm, platelets or whatnot in the history. The Tempest Prognosticator. Oh, I like that name. <laughs> Tempest. This is the name of a leech? Also known as the leech barometer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is a 19th century invention by George Merriweather in which leeches are used as a barometer. Uh, nice. Did he w- grow up saying, my name is Merriweather, I might as well create barometers so that people could tell when the Merriweather is coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. I get it, Merriweather, my name is Merriweather, fine, I'll go into we the haven't invented. Hey, it's storms. storming outside, not so Merriweather now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't invented meteorology yet, so I'm going to do this instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he later changed his name to George Meteor- Meteorology. Yeah, there you go. The Tempest Prognosticator comprises 12 pint bottles in a circle around and beneath a large bell. Okay. Atop the glasses are small metal tubes, Mm -hmm. which contain a piece of whalebone. Okay. And a wire connecting them to small hammers positioned to strike the bell. Okay. In his essay, Merriweather described the workings of the device. (laughs) After having arranged the mousetrap contrivance, into each bottle was poured rainwater to the height of an inch and a half, and a leech placed in every bottle, which was to be its future residence. Uh And when influenced by the electromagnetic state of the atmosphere, a number of leeches ascended into the tubes, in doing which they dislodged the whalebone and caused the bell to ring. Okay. So, so when the air gets uh, like char- electromagnetically what? charged, yes. the leeches go up the tubes. Yeah, and dislodge the whalebone and causing the bell to ring. Ding. So that's when bad weather is going to come? Yes. That's when storms are brewing. That's okay. when the leech barometer is going off. There's a storm coming. So, all right. Merriweather stated that the more of them that rang the bell, the more likely a storm would occur. Uh-huh. After testing his device for all of 1850 with great success, according to him, mm. Merriweather lobbied the government to use his leech barometer on the British coastlines. The government turned him down. Ah. There is a working model of the device at Barometer World <laughs> near Oakhampton, Devon. Who wants to go to Barometer World? I do, I do. <laughs> I guess, how do you keep the leeches alive in these bo- jars of water, though? You got to, like, drip blood in there every once in a while? Oh, maybe you just take them out every once in a while. Put them on your arm. Okay. Feed them right. a little bit. Put them back. Do you have it's like- It's a pretty sweet life for a leech, if you ask me. Was, do you have like a leech feeder? Like a guy who's just like, please, sir, don't <laughs> yes. put the leeches yes. on me anymore. Yeah, come, come here, Igor. It's time <laughs> no, for the leeches sir. to feed. Oh. I'm so weak and <laughs> pale, though. Merriweather, don't. Not the leeches. Anything but the leeches. <laughs> I'd rather not know a storm's coming. <laughs> 
Now, do you uh, just go out on the roof and look for storms, sir? <laughs> do are these like um, bed bugs that are or lice that are human specific, or will a leech that will feed off a human will it feed off of like a pig yes. or a cow or whatever? I, I feel confident saying that a leech will feed on uh, that a, le- a leech who would feed that would feed on a human yeah. would feed on any mammal or possibly anything with blood. All right, so you could have like a leech chicken. You could have a leech. Yeah. Pig, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have your leech dog. Yes, mm-hmm. right. You could take your leeches and your dog out for a walk will. simultaneously. So there you go. You you let it uh, suck the blood out of your chickens. I do like the idea of uh, Igor, the friendly leech feeder. Now we talked about bloodletting on the blood episode. Yeah, but we can go further into details. I think we're, we're obligated to as- aspect of that. Now bloodletting, as we all know, is the withdrawal of blood from a patient to cure or prevent illness and disease. Bloodletting was based on the ancient system of medicine in which blood and other bodily fluid were regarded as humors mm-hmm. that had to remain in proper balance to remain health. Who remembers what the four humors are? Uh, Kevin. <laughs> blood. <laughs> Bile. Bile. And there's, uh, there's a, puns. There's, yeah. Uh, there's black humor. Was there, It was uh, red, which was blood. Yellow, which was bile. Mm-hmm. Black, I can't remember. And green. There's green bile. Yeah. There's yellow bile. Yeah. There's phlegm. Mm-hmm. And there's blood, I think. Uh, blood, phlegm, hey, yellow bile, right. black bile. No, 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 you weren't right. Yeah, I said, oh, no, I said green bile. That's right. It's black bile and yellow bile. Mm-hmm. It was the most common medical practice performed by physicians from antiquity until the late 19th century, a span of almost 2,000 years. And uh, all hocus pocus. None of it uh, actual actually serve any purpose whatsoever. The first description of leech therapy. Mm-hmm classified as bloodletting, mm-hmm. was found in the text of Sushruta Samhita, 800 BC, Okay, and, who was also considered the father of plastic surgery. Oh, wow. Sushruta Samhita. Mm-hmm. Though the bloodletting was often recommended by physicians, it was carried out by barbers. The red and white striped pole of the barbershop, still in use today, is derived from this practice. The red represents the blood being drawn. Mm-hmm. The white represents the tourniquet. Oh, I thought the white was represented your face after you get <laughs> your blood left. <laughs> the original pole had a brass wash basin at the top representing the vessel in which leeches were kept. Okay. And bottom representing the basin that received the blood. All right, there you go. The pole itself represents the staff that the patient gripped during the procedure to encourage blood flow. <laughs> hold on to the blood flow staff. <laughs> I got a blood flow staff that I hold on to daily. Now, we talked about the non-leech method in blood, which was the syringe and the lancet and the glass cup and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The leech method, the withdrawal of so much blood as to induce syncope, was considered beneficial, and many sessions would only end when the patient began to swoon. I don't understand... Why anybody thought this was good. <laughs> this is the classic example of your older brother saying, Oh, hey, you got to, you know, you're, uh, you hurt, you skinned your knee or something? Well, here, I'm going to punch you in the face. You can forget about how much your knee hurts. That's right. So this That's is, right. Oh, That's I feel the antiquity version. I feel terrible. Just redirecting the pain. Take enough of my blood so I feel faint. That's right. And now I completely forget about the gangrene <laughs> in my soul. Right. Ugh. The French physician Francois-Joseph-Victor Brousset mm-hmm. would recommend leeches 50 at a time. <laughs> 50 leeches. You know what? This is, this is a guy who was a man on the go. He needed that blood to get let fast. Because <laughs> right. I guess there's one way about doing it. You I like, can give you one, and we can sit here for 50 hours. <laughs> yeah. Or I can give you 50, 50, and we can sit here for one hour. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, he also probably charged by the leech. Ah, uh, yes. Right. So uh-huh. he's running uh, up what costs. What a scam. Yeah, yeah. He really only needed 49. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he's beefed it. Bloodletting was used to treat almost every disease, including mm-hmm. acne, cancer, diabetes. How bad does your acne have to be that you're like, bring me the leeches. I'd rather have leeches than acne than this scourge. It's pretty crazy what kids will go through these days. Indigestion. Mm-hmm. Insanity. Plague. <laughs> stroke. And a hundred other diseases. Yeah, because what's good for a stroke but like taking a bunch of blood out of your body? Blood was even used to treat most form of hemorrhaging, such as a nosebleed, excessive menstruation, or hemorrhoidal bleeding. Well, it's because you have to... Oh, you're obviously nosebleeding because you got, you've got too much you got blood. you got too much blood. Right. right. Get the leeches. You, yeah. Before surgery or at the onset of childbirth, blood was removed to prevent inflammation. Okay. Before amputation, it was customary to remove a quantity of blood equal to the amount believed to circulate in the limb that was to be removed. Okay. <laughs> we're going to remove an arm's worth of blood before we take your arm off. But wouldn't yeah. removing the arm remove that blood anyway? I mean, the, the yeah. one thing about this is if the injury has actually caused like a inflammation due to like blood pooling or something like that, you could actually have a positive effect. I suppose. Make it easier to perform the surgery. Oh, I think that every once in a while they probably did do some good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just you, it, completely not hey, because look, of the reason that they and those And those are the ones where they would go, oh, see, it works. Uh-huh. And the other ones are like, well, we didn't use enough. Or yeah. You know. In the 1830s, the French imported about 40 million leeches a year for medical purposes. Mm-hmm. And in the next decade, England imported 6 million leeches a year from France alone. Hmm. See, here's the thing. Like, I mean, we always talk about, oh, we can't let, you know, big oil fail because it uh, props up the economy and whatever. Mm -hmm. There used to be big leech. Mm. That's right. And mm-hmm. now that business was driven out, but it just it always And we're the replaced. worst for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the leech farmers certainly are. But it just gets replaced by something else. We figure out some other way to, you know. Maybe sp- we can go back to leeches. <laughs> uh, 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 Replace our oil with leeches. Ah, I see. <laughs> Run uh, our car on leeches. <laughs> they do kind of like squirm. You just uh, like line the bottom of your car with enough leeches, right. and you'll just squirm your way down the road. <laughs> Through the early decades of the century, hundreds of millions of leeches were used by physicians throughout Europe. I tell you, if you had a leech-powered car, hitting a pedestrian would have a whole nother side effect. <laughs> you can't tell whose blood is whose. <laughs> you could get like a platform that's on thousands of leeches and then hold at the end of a string a, a pile of a bottle of blood. Like a oh, you know, I think the problem is the problem would be as soon as you got out of your driveway, the car would just steer towards, towards the nearest pedestrians. Uh, yeah. mammal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wait, actually... I gotta go to work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 pedestrians would it would become extinct. One typical course of medical treatment began the morning of 13th July 1824. A French sergeant was stabbed through the chest while engaged in single combat. Mm-hmm. Within minutes, he fainted from loss of blood. Arriving at the local hospital, he was immediately bled 20 ounces. To prevent inflammation. Okay. During the night, he was bled another 24 ounces. <laughs> Early the next morning, the chief surgeon bled the patient another thirteen, another 10 ounces. During the next 14 hours, he's bled five more times. Medical attendants thus intentionally removed more than half of the patient's normal blood supply, <laughs> in addition to the initial blood loss, which caused the sergeant to faint. <laughs> Bleedings continued over the next several days. Fifteen days later, the wound had become inflamed. The physician applied 32 leeches to the most sensitive part of the wound. Over the next three days, there were more bleedings and a total of 40 more leeches. 
the sergeant recovered and was discharged on 3rd October. Good Lord. But in spite of all their attempts to take him out of the equation, they he actually recovered. This guy. Three months later. Three th- months later. This, this guy's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, it's like, they became Leech them. Man. Yeah. Oh, you know, Wolverine was around in the early 19th century. And maybe that's why mm-hmm. it took three like three months. The leeches stopped his uh, his healing. Yeah. Uh, they retarded it. from. Yeah. yeah. His physician wrote that by the large quantity of blood lost, amounting to 170 ounces, nearly 11 pints, or 4.8 liters. Mm -hmm. Besides that drawn by the application of leeches, perhaps another two pints, the life of the patient was preserved. (laughs) Of course. By 19th century standards, 13 pints of blood taken over the space of a month was a large but not an exceptional quantity. The medical literature of the period contains many similar accounts, some successful... And some not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks to our interns, Sherry and Corey, for a lot of uh, research on this episode. This mm-hmm. one, this next segment comes from Corey. The leech collector okay. or leech gatherer or leech finder was a person occupied with procuring medic- medicinal leeches, which were in growing demand in 19th century Europe. Mm-hmm. The collector, often a Scottish woman. Oh, okay. Okay. Would sometimes gather the leeches. I guess they had the best blood. I was about to, well, maybe maybe Scotland had more m- the most and most robust leeches. Would sometimes gather the leeches in the bogs and marshes by attracting them to the legs of animals, often old horses. All right. More commonplace was for the collector to use their own legs, gathering the leech after it had finished sucking enough blood. I don't know why they wait. I would say it's like as soon as you I, see one on there, well, I or because you don't want to injure its like bitey parts or something. No, well, you don't injure you don't yourself to... pulling it off because yeah. it, doesn't it? It clamps on and starts sucking, and then when it's done, it's it wants it's okay. To It'll let drop it go. naturally, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you just Maybe. do that, and it comes off instead of pulling it off with a chunk of your own flesh. Mm-hmm. There are obvious negative effects by being repeatedly bitten by leeches. Most common, the significant and dangerous levels of blood loss. Yeah, I wouldn't want to pass out while in a marsh. <laughs> No kidding. Just pass out and you're underwater. And you're covered in more leeches. Yeah, and covered in more leeches. Mm -hmm. The leeches would suck on the legs of the collector for 20 minutes or more, and even when they had finished, the resultant wound continued to bleed for up to 10 hours. While you're walking around uh, pantsless in a marsh. Mm -hmm. In 19th century (laughs) Scotland. Despite these terrible conditions in which to procure a leech, collectors were paid meagerly for their wares. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Well, they're they're tiny. I mean, leeches aren't very big, you know, and... Yeah, pay by weight. Yeah, that's, so that's why they would let them suck all the blood. Ah, there see to get the uh, get the weight up. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. they stand there with the here. Have a cupcake too. <laughs> all right, science now. Mm-hmm. True leeches of the infraclass Euhuridinae have both anterior and posterior suckers. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. No. So they can suck you with their mouth and their ass. The posterior sucker is not for actually sucking, but oh. just gripping. It's for leverage. Ah, ah okay. okay. It's to hold on. Right. They're divided into two groups, Rhinecobdilida and a Rhinecobdilida. <laughs> that was pretty good pronunciation. So the yes and the no okay. of the right. Rhinecobdilida. The Rhinecobdilida are jawless <laughs> leeches armed with a muscular straw-like proboscis puncturing organ in a retractable sheath. That sounds like a weapon. A proboscis puncturing organ with yes. a retractable sheet. Yes. It sounds like something you would want if you were like a ninja, right? Yes. Yeah. Or you just throw leeches at them. <laughs> the a- Leech bomb. Poosh. A. Reinkobdilida lack a proboscis and may or may not have jaws armed with teeth. All right. How come we cannot know this? Like, it seems like- Well, because they're different kinds within that group. Ah. Some, so, of them some do, have, some some have jaws. Okay. Some, some you don't, don't know jaws. which one's in that group. 
but we know that that one doesn't have a jaw. No, no, it's the Roncobdilida has the proboscis. proboscis the yeah. other group, the A. Roncobdilida, do not have a proboscis. Yeah. But they may, depending on the species, have a jaw, or uh, depending on the species, they may not have a jaw. A lot of subdividing going on here. <laughs> In the A. Roncobdilida group, that is there, you will find the jawed European medical blood sucking leech. Okay. Herudo medicinalis. Mm-hmm. That's the one that they use even today in modern medicine, and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has a tripartite jaw filled with hundreds of tiny, sharp teeth. The incision mark left on the skin by the European medical leech is an inverted Y inside a circle. Inverted so y a Mercedes a logo. We have a picture. Uh, or a, uh, almost a peace sign. Yeah, it's a Mercedes symbol. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Classy. Mm-hmm. Also, no, in this... wonder they, they, no wonder doctors like them. Also in this group are the pharyngobdella. These Wait, so-called... these are the ones from Star Trek. The Ferengi. De- oh yes, the with the rules of profit. <laughs> wow, it took you long to catch up with my Star Trek joke. <laughs> the spelling is completely different. That's what confused me. <laughs> These so-called worm leeches have lost the ability to penetrate a host tissue and suck blood. They are carnivorous and equipped with a relatively large toothless mouth to ingest worms or insect larvae, which are swallowed whole. Okay. All leeches are segmented worms. Their nearest relatives being earthworms, and all, regardless of their size, have precisely 32 segments. The first six segments of the body have the anterior or oral sucker. Mm -hmm. Each segment bears its own independent nerve center. The last seven segments are fused to form the animal's tail sucker, as well as its its posterior brain. Bum brain. Does it have a regular brain and a posterior brain? It has two brains? Yes, and it also has a bunch of... uh, I've seen them called brains on some web pages, mm-hmm. but I assume it's more like nerve clusters in every segment of their body to uh, facilitate movement. Okay. So some so, websites will say they have like 32 brains. Okay. I'm not sure if that's so if you can It kind of depends accurate. on what you mean by brain. Yeah. You could chop a leech in half and the two parts would skitter away independent of one another. They might. They might also die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just don't chop a leech in half while it's sucking your blood. Notable leeches include Robin Leech. Yes, he's on the list. Uh huh. <laughs> Lifetimes of the ri- damn it. I'm Robin Leech. <laughs> this is lifestyles of the rich and bloodless. <laughs> the cave leech, Croatobranchus mistrovi, found 1,320 meters below the surface in Croatia. Where did it find blood there? Well, it's highly specialized and perfectly adapted in its otherworldly environment. They have no visible eyes, and their flesh can be translucent, milky white, yellow, or pale pink. They have unusually wide mouths, surrounded by a ring of compact tentacles. Oh, very Cthulhu. Each with five tiny papilla radiating from the lips. Aquatic leeches have been found before, but C. mistrovi's mouth, or oral sucker, is entirely unique. All right. While no one's figured out what the tentacles actually do, <laughs> the team thinks, the scientific team thinks they have, probably have some kind of sensory function. Because it's sense. got no eyes. It's also not clear what the leeches eat, Joe. Okay. But because they pr- live so far below the earth that nobody's sitting there watching them. But it's pretty unlikely that there's any blood down there for them to live off uh, like their creepy surface cousins. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, that is a freaky looking worm. We'll put uh, pictures of all these leeches in CausticSodaPodcast.com for you to marvel at. Yeah, it's like a white, weird, leechy caterpillar thing. It looks like an alien from like that you would see on Star Trek, like just hanging off the walls that would later on jump on people and control their minds. Yeah. The turtle leech, Ozobranchus, is a genus of leeches that feed exclusively on the blood of turtles. Okay. Apart from the direct damage they inflict on the turtles, Ozobranchus are suspected by scientists to transfer diseases to turtles. Fibropapillomatosis. 
a neoplastic sea turtle disease associated with a turtle herpes virus is suspected <laughs> to be transmitted transferred between turtles by a vector organism. Hey, Joe, leech. now you have an answer. Hey, baby, I got it from a leech. What am I supposed to do? That turtle told me it was clean. <laughs> but more interesting than that, Ozobranchus jansianus has a surprisingly high tolerance to freezing and thawing. Specifically, really? the leech survived exposure to super low temperatures by storage in liquid nitrogen. That's minus 196 Celsius. Wow. For 24 hours. Okay. As well as long-term storage at temperatures as low as 90 degrees Celsius for up to 32 months. And then they thawed out and it just like crawls away? Yep. The leech was also capable of enduring repeated freeze-thaw cycles in the temperature range of 20 degrees Celsius to minus 100 and then back to 20 degrees Celsius. Wow. No problem. So this has to live in Siberia or Antarctica or something. This is the Warrant. this is the turtle leech. Oh wow! Yeah. Why would you, why would a turtle leech need to be able to survive any kind of freezing? Well, it would have to withstand the coldness of the ocean, or what? I guess if it's yes. if, is it ocean turtles or still like ocean like, doesn't get to minus one hundred ninety six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not liquid nitrogen cold. And and oh. turtles and turtles are cold blooded, so they wouldn't be anywhere. Oh yeah, no, no, no. this is well. <laughs> I we need somebody to tell us. It's just got a superpower, or, or maybe it yep. just it just mm. because of the way that it's mm. it lives that it happens to, and it wasn't it didn't uh, end up evolving to do that. Imagine being the turtle leech, just like gets dropped in like the liquid nitrogen, going, "I didn't sign on for this. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to you know land latch onto turtles for God's sakes. Maybe it's and maybe it's so cold it's begging for death. Maybe. Oh, why am I resistant to dying to this? It's <laughs> yeah. painful and horrible." Maybe it just likes those really delicious Christmas candies. Christmas turtle, candies. Turtles, turtles. Oh, oh, turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. where you find your leeches. Oh, that's Check why your turtles for leeches, people, every <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yeah, give them to me for testing. I take half, but I assure you, everyone you get back, no leeches inside. Moving on to the terrestrial leeches, the Hamipsidae, Latin for blood and thirst. Okay. Okay. These guys are in the jawed leeches category. These leeches have five pairs of eyes. Most have two jaws, but some have three. Okay. okay. Commonly known as jawed land leeches. These annelids are known from subtropical and tropical regions around the Indian and Pacific Ocean. Most members of the family feed on blood. Unlike leeches in other parts of the world, these leeches live in leaf litter and vegetation. They are not aquatic. Okay. All right. Okay. They find their prey. Let's say Kevin, for All right. example. <laughs> All right. If we must. By odor and sound vibrations. Oh, I do stink. In leech-rich areas, if you stand still for a few minutes, you'll see leeches dropping from vegetation and moving towards you like inchworms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's I've also pretty creepy. And I've also seen documentaries where they're like hanging on to leaves, uh-huh. just like just like at arm's level. And if you move close to them, you can see them stretch out from the leaf, trying to get trying you. to reach out towards you to grab <laughs> you with their mouth. Oh wow! <laughs> Hanging on with their posterior sucker. <laughs> Imagine if this was one of those eighteen-inch-long leeches and it did that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Moving on to Placobdeloides jaegerskioldi. Wow, that is a name and a half. All I know is there's Jaeger in the middle of it. Yep. So there's that's it's, Hunter. They sit in the bottom of your, uh, you know, when you do a shot of Jaegermeister, it's a drinking game. Yes, mm-hmm. leech at the bottom of your. Yeah, you know, you get the worm at the bottom of the tequila. Yep, they well, you get your leech in the bottom of the Jaegermeister. That's right. Jaeger means hunter, and skioldi probably means uh, skier. So these things uh, wait on on mountainsides in the snow for yeah. skiers skiers to go by and then jump on them and suck their blood. Sure, they do. Mm-hmm. They live exclusively on hippo blood. 
who love oh. to ski. Hippos, <laughs> as we know. We haven't uh, covered this too much on the episode, but hippos much, uh, we haven't love done the hip, We haven't ski. done the hippopotamus episode. That's right. As it happens, there is only one place on a hippo where the tissue is soft enough and thin enough and vascularized. Oh, no. oh it's the penis, isn't it? Nope. No. For these oh. leeches to get a blood meal, the rectum. Oh, man. Leech expert Mark Sidall traveled several times to South Africa hoping to get a specimen for bacterial symbiont work. So hold on a second. Yeah. So the hippo penis isn't no. thin enough and no. vascular enough no. to support leech no, it's life? it's got to go in the rectum. So uh. that, that means it's, uh, it's tough and insensitive. That's, that's rough <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah. All of a sudden, the hippo is really regretting evolving that really tough epidermis because, one, its penis is not sensitive because it's mm. way too thick, and, two, the only place it can now get leeches is up its ass. Mm. It's like, why mm. did I evolve this thick skin? I guess this is a, a tiny lesser of two evils. Where would you have rather have a leech, in your penis or your ass? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd go with ass. Okay. I think if I had to pick, I'd, I would pick ass. Especially if you had, hemorrho- if you had hemorrhoids. Because oh, you, you want to scratch, be scratching up in there anyway. Yeah. And you just get a leech wriggling around in there. It's like instant relief. Are we talking about up in? Because, yeah, if it's up in, it's ass. But if you mean on. Yeah, it's like, like up urethra or up uh, oh, you know, the sphincter. <laughs> I think sphincter is the obvious choice. No, here's the thing. Maybe if you had the leech in your urethra, would it be a good thing or a bad thing to get a boner? You could squeeze it to death with a boner. Well, get a boner and you'd feed it quicker. So it'd be out quicker. And then it'd be instant, instant rushing blood it again. To it. Can you imagine, like, trying to masturbate with a leech in your urethra? <laughs> that has got to be the biggest boner killer I've ever heard. Well, it'd be the first time you've ever had a blowjob from the inside. <laughs> True that. So anyway, Mark Siddle, the leech scientist, is in South Africa trying to find uh, hippo leeches. Okay. Plasticopedaloides jaeger scolioli. I just had, like, this mental image of the scientist going around just, like, staring up hippos' assholes. Well, hippos, as we know, are quite dangerous. They are not friendly. So, you know, kind of putting your hand up to a hippo's ass, even when it's looking the other way. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially. Not, not <laughs> a great so how idea. How do you do it? He's like, hey, look over there. Whoink. Well, he went around looking on the ground near where hippos were, saying, well, maybe one of them fell off and yeah. I can find it. Okay. Didn't find one. Okay. All right. So how did he... That was kind of a long how shot. How did he eventually get his uh, hippo leeches? Can well, you dart one? And, uh... You'd have to dart one, I think. Where did the scientist's research got around to the Pumalanga game wardens? Okay. And one of them knew of a hippo that had to be culled because of its repeated habit of wandering to people's yards. Okay. Ah, okay. So then he cut out the hippo's anus... And saved it for Mark Siddle. Oh, and oh that, that was kind of... And, was... and yes, there were leeches. And we have a delightful picture oh. of the hippo anus with the <laughs> leeches on it. The oh. excised hippo rectum, <laughs> which we'll put on causticsodapodcast.com. It looks like... What does it look like? It kind of looks it like... It looks like a, a hump, hunk of rectum skin. No, it looks like a dumpling that I would order a dim sum. Yes, oh, that's yeah, exactly totally what does. it looks like. <laughs> oh, man. With with some leeches and yeah. I don't know what that is. That's probably that's, the part the poo comes out. That's the squeezy part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's where the, the piping... I don't think know, I can eat dim your, sum ever again. On your poop cake. On your poop cake. <laughs> Herudotherapy. How rudo. Harudo therapy. That's the one where they accidentally stick their finger in your bum. How rude. Oh. <laughs> How rude. Oh. <laughs> Precisely. This is uh, the modern medical leeches. Okay. Okay. All right. Named Practice. after Mr. Harudo. Named after the Harudo Medicinalis, the European medicinal leech. Ah, of course. Now, 
The first thing I did mm-hmm. when I looked up medical leeches modern is on, it you, on YouTube. You rolled around in the forest that was, you know, he just laid on the ground, said, come to me, my children, like Aquaman. You became leech man. <laughs> yes. This is the first thing that came to your mind? Meanwhile, leech man uses his amazing telepathic powers to call leeches to his aid. Suck Black Manta's blood. The inch along the ground. They'll get to you soon, Black Manta. Just stand still. Or right beneath this conveniently located tree. There's a few reaching out from the leaves behind you. Can you back up a couple of feet? Oh, damn this power. So the first thing uh, that came up when I YouTubed the search term mm-hmm. was basically the holistic quackery to remove toxins. Oh, yeah. Use of okay. leeches. Right. But we're not going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about medicinal leeches, any several species of leech, most commonly hirudomedicinalis, uh, have been found to secrete saliva containing about 60 different proteins, which we went through in the pop quiz, mm-hmm. okay. the anticoagulants, Got it. the vasodilators, right. which cause the smooth muscle walls of the vein or artery to relax and maintain mm-hmm. a width that allows for more blood flow, uh-huh. okay. and proteinase inhibitors, which stops blood clotting. Got it. Medicinal leech therapy made an international comeback in the 1970s in microsurgery used to stimulate circulation to salvage skin grafts and other tissue threatened by post-operative venous congestion. Okay. Got it. Okay. Venous so, congestion. So you do mean graft. congestion in your veins. Yeah. yeah. You do a graft. Blood isn't getting to the new grafted part. Because of venous well. congestion. Because of venous congestion. So then you stick a bunch of leeches on it, and then the blood flows more easily because the leeches want to drink it. Yes. And it goes, so they put the leech on the affected part, and so then the leeches draw the blood to the affected part. Gets the bad blood out. And so the good, the good blood, blood can in. go in. Got and, it. And just like forcing something through a congested pipe, you're probably opening it up a bit. See, now you, this yeah. is actual science. Right. Seems to be. Yeah. So good for uh, finger reattachments, for example. Uh-huh. You lose your fingers, you got to get them put back on. Got it. Uh, reconstructive surgery of the ear, nose, lip, and eyelid it's been used for. No, but that uh, means having a leech on your eyelid. Yep, it sure does. <laughs> the leech's saliva plays a role in the reduction of swelling in the tissues and promotes healing by allowing fresh oxygenated blood to reach areas of repair. Uh. Other, <laughs> other clinical applications of leech therapy include varicose veins. Oh, okay. Muscle right. cramps. Oh, but I, you know, when I get a muscle cramp, it's usually like, you know, that one you get in the middle of the night in your like toe or, or something. Or when you're swimming. Uh, what? Oh, the, the one in your belly. I've, you know what? Th- that seems like a big myth to me because I've been. No, no. The leg cramps when you're swimming. Oh. Uh, Anyway, I guess that's a personal. It's happened to me. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you just don't you think use you're your muscles enough. Yeah, that's uh, probably true. No, but the, the ones that I get most often are the ones where your foot just like seizes up. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, your toes splay or whatever. You're like foot yeah. cramp, and like, what do you? You need to have a leech on your bedside yeah, table yeah, yeah. or something to like yeah. uh, leechy or get a, it. or a bucket. You just dip your leg in the bucket. Ah, okay. And that keep by next to your bed. Imagine then you uh, you kind of get that groggy. You got to go to you know uh, <laughs> pee in the middle of the night, and you just like accidentally step in your bucket. You're like, oh, now I'm gonna have syncope, <laughs> and I'm gonna pee while I get syncope. That's syncope right there. You're <laughs> syncing up. You sync your pee with getting leech. blood. Yeah, <laughs> with blood loss. You're uh-huh. peeing out blood and, uh, from a different part. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, also, thrombophlebitis. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's the one that where you get the clots in your uh, legs. Yeah. That's inflammation from a blood clot. Yeah. And osteoarthritis. 
The most common complication from leech treatment is prolonged bleeding, which can be easily treated. Put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> Although allergic reactions and bacterial infections may also occur. Mm-hmm. Yes, leech bites can cause inflammation. But typically this is limited to people who have grown allergic from prior exposure. Leech scientist Mark Siddle, that guy again, mm-hmm. once watched his ankle swell to the size of a grapefruit over several days as a result of a feeding by Macrobdella decora. Yeah, so it, this, uh, <laughs> it's like Gavin calling lice cute, right? You know, the crab lice cute. I mean, this guy was just like, oh, oh leeches feed on me, whatever. Well, you know, it's all part of the game. And now he's allergic to it, so... You're welcome, nature. I heard you scream. I tried to ask about it. You had a dream. You wouldn't talk about it. I'm missing you down in the bog. You're coming out. You finally covered you with leeches. Covered you with leeches. Covered you with leeches. Covered you with leeches. Back in the day. Of all the barber surgeons not feeling great A sickness is a legend Well, there was only one thing to do Sit in the chair They're gonna cover you with leeches Cover you with leeches Cover you with leeches Cover you with leeches Oh, 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 oh Oh, 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 oh Oh, 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 oh Oh, 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 oh Oh, what a day! Can you even imagine? You lost a thumb! We're gonna reattach it. The clotting blood comes up the worst. We'll get it out. We're gonna cover you with leeches. 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 Cover you with Public service announcement! Woo! Removing a leech. Uh, you give it an eviction notice, uh, then you gotta wait 60 days. Two weeks, actually, if they haven't paid their rent. Uh-huh. It's much easier. Oh, really? <laughs> you know a lot more about eviction than if, I do. Uh, oh, I know this because uh, I... You once had a leech for a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, because uh, I rented a house and the owners moved to Dallas, Texas, and let me kind of be in charge with dealing with the people renting the suite downstairs. Uh-huh. And uh, so I learned a lot about the Residential Tenancy Act. Now, before we get to the removing part, uh-huh. let, yeah. me, let me just point out. The best protection against leeches is covering up and using insect repellent on clothing, although they are extremely persistent, and invariably, if you spend enough time tromping around in the forest, you get leeched, if you're in in subtropical or tropical forest. You know, I just uh, I wear neoprene from head to toe at all times. There you go. If you do what Joe does, just never leave home. Mm-hmm. Never <laughs> go into the wilderness. Yeah. No. Nope. So be like Joe. If you are bitten by a leech and are compelled to remove it before it has its fill, because as we know, it'll just drop off once it's filled mm-hmm. with blood, mm-hmm. assuming it's on the outside of your body. <laughs> yeah. And even kind of sometimes the inside. You can do so by following these steps. Step number one, identify the anterior slash oral sucker which will be found at the small end of the leech. This is where it's... This is the gripper. This is No, this is the... Oh, yeah, this uh, the sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All those sounds happen. And that's at the small end. Yes. Okay. 
Put your finger on your skin adjacent to the oral sucker. Uh-huh. Do this with me now. Okay. Okay. Gently but firmly slide your finger toward the wound where the leech is feeding. Using your fingernail, push the sucker sideways away from your skin. Okay. So you're scraping You're it kind off. of prying yeah. it. You're yeah. scraping Pry it. Pry scrape. Yeah. Once you have dislodged the oral sucker, quickly detach the posterior rear sucker, which it's using to hold onto you but not suck the blood from. Yeah. This is the fat end of the leech. Got it. Try flicking the leech or prodding with your fingernail. As you work to remove the leech, it will attempt to reattach itself. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Keep the wound clean. Minor cuts can become infected. The wound will itch as it heals. Do not scratch as this may also result in infection. Okay. Uh, it is generally not advised to attempt removing a leech by burning it with a cigarette, applying mosquito repellent, shampoo, or salt, or pulling at the leech. Okay, why right. is that? Because it'll do more damage than good. This can result the leech regurgitating into the wound and causing infection oh. much worse than the leech bite itself. Blood vomit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blah! Mm. This is the mistake they made on uh, the African Queen movie. Oh, yeah? Humphrey Bogart. Mm. was like, oh, put salt on it. Mm. Put salt on all these leeches. Bad idea. Mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart. In the case that the leech invades an orifice like your nose, ear, or mouth, you have a slightly more serious problem since the leech will expand as it fills with blood. Ah, and maybe not be able to get out again. If you have access to strong, drinkable alcohol or hydrogen peroxide, you can try gargling if the leech is in your mouth. Okay. (laughs) That sounds like a good time, gargling Mm -hmm. hydrogen peroxide. Worst case scenario, you may have to puncture the leech with a sharp object. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's You know what? It's turnabout is fair play. Yeah. It's puncturing you, you puncture it. Yeah, get a syringe in there and pull all its innards out. You know, get a syringe in there, get your blood back, and then, <laughs> and then shoot it, it right back, back into back you. Your face. Yeah. Mm, slightly filtered <laughs> by a leech. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Yeah, seems like a good idea. In the news. <laughs> 2011, location not specified, mm-hmm. a resistant aeronomous infection transmitted by a medicinal leech developed in a 56-year-old man undergoing reconstructive surgery of the jaw. Okay. Now, what is aromonas? Well, aromonas veroni is a gram-negative rod-shaped bacterium found in fresh water and and in association with animals. It can be a pathogen of humans and a beneficial symbiont of leeches. Okay. Leech therapy is the most effective non-surgical management of soft tissue venous congestion, Mm -hmm. as previously discussed. However, because Aeronimus veroni resides in the gut of the leech applied, uh, this being Harudo verbana, in mm-hmm. this case, not Harudo medicinalis, infections mm. can occur with use of these medical leeches and do in some 7 to 20% of cases. Oh. This particular infection proved to be multi-drug resistant. That's bad. Mm-hmm. The tissue graft went fully necrotic and failed, oh, requiring boom. repeat of the surgery eight months later. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So then they should just not use that type. They should use the medicinalis at all times. Quite possibly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's got medicinalis in the name. Yeah, it must be good. You what? would think that if they're using leeches for medical purposes, that there would be basically companies made to grow Greed. completely bacteria-free leeches. Mm-hmm. Well, as Mark Siddell pointed out in his blog, hmm. uh, widespread global use of the antibiotic Fluoroquinolonas means that these antibiotics have been put out there in natural water areas just through flushing. Aromonas species in leeches are found living freely in those habitats where they are being exposed to the antibiotics. Right. 
Since every commercial leech operation needs to replenish its supply of Haruto Verbana from a supplier in Turkey, as implied in the report, they're all going to bring this nasty bug with them. Hmm. Yeah, so basically we're creating our own worst enemy. But in the same way that we breed completely for science rats, like we've got these these okay. science rats that they use that are all genetically similar and they're all raised in sterile environments and things like that. And they come with a set of glasses and a little tiny lab coat. That's right. Mm-hmm. Surely we can make lab coats for leeches. I and, agree. And raise that, them just for some. But I, what I'm saying is, grow I them. Think, grow I think them in, we in just a lab. named my new uh, the kind of charity that I can get behind. Lab coats lab, for leeches. Lab That's coats right. for leeches. Let's do a benefit. Let's make some completely sterile, safe to be used, Mm -hmm. no bacteria in their gut, leeches. I like it. 2010, Peru. A new species of leech dubbed Tyrannobdella rex, or tyrant leech king, (laughs) (laughs) was discovered in the remote Peruvian Amazon. And it's got tiny little arms. Puzzling scientists from the start, the up to seven centimeter long bloodsucker has large teeth like mm. its dinosaur namesake, Tyrannosaurus rex. Okay. Oh, large teeth. Mucosal leech infestations by members of this family typically involve the nostril, pharynx, and hypopharynx, which is to say the throat. Yes. Okay. Though more alarming mucosal infection sites are noted, the T-Rex leech uses its teeth to saw into the tissues of mammals' orifices, including eyes, urethras, <laughs> rectums, and vaginas. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, this is definitely Tyrannosaur. These are not places that I want leeches. <laughs> right. This is why it's a tyrant. How dare you? <laughs> What's more, the newfound critter's naughty bits are rather small, said oh. co-author Mark Sedol. It's that guy again. Yeah, he's all, he's all over the he's, leech world. He's Mr. Leech. He, he's apparently the curator of the invertebrate zoology at the American Museum of Natural History in New York City. He's not Mr. Bean. He's Mr. Leech, Mr. The, leech. the one who won't shut he's up. He's Mr. Invertebrate. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't like things that have vertebrae. Most leech genitalia account for large proportions of their bodies, which, quote, makes sense because your reproductive success is important, he said. Sure. But, but for a it's reason true for still... Me. And you know, you know, size equals success. Yeah. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what everybody says, right? That's everybody. But for a reason still unknown, the new species' genitalia are only about half a millimeter long, smaller than their ner- nerve cords, and only a tenth the size of most leech privates. Well, no huh. wonder they're so mean. They got little dick syndrome. There you go. I'm gonna, if I can have a big dick, I'm going to eat your vagina, yep. mm-hmm. and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't say the large teeth were compensating for that, but it did come to mind, so he had the same idea. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. leech beat him to the joke. <laughs> Yes, this was written just now. <laughs> the leech was first recognized from a specimen plucked from the nose of a girl in Peru's central Chanchamayo province in 2007. Oh, they discovered it in the nose of a nine-year-old girl. Yeah. Here's the, like You would think that you would notice a leech, a three-inch leech crawling up your nose. She did. She became concerned after feeling a sliding sensation after the back of her mm. nose. I've had that yeah. when I get a cold. Yeah, yeah. But so, I never, I never thought it would be a leech, though. So she didn't notice it going in. Right. She noticed it rooting around, wriggling around. Yeah, yeah. You would think you would notice a three-inch leech crawling up your nose. Maybe she was asleep when it crawled. Well, in. Again, no, again, or this smaller. is probably this is. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is one of the cases where they're drinking leech-infested water, oh. and maybe it's very small oh, when it goes in. Okay, yeah. there you go. Or uh, she's snorting leech-infested water through her nose. That is also an which option. Which is, you know, how the traditional way to consume water in Peru, as everyone knows. 
A local doctor sent the specimen to Sidal and colleagues who were unable to place the toothy predator into established leech families. Ah. This new T-Rex... Adoption it, can be difficult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we tried, but it just he wasn't a good fit. He was uh, always uh, hyperactive and wasn't mm-hmm. listening to the commands of the leech families we placed him in. Mm-hmm. He had to stay in the leaf, leech orphanage. The new T-Rex is or, known... Or orifice, as the case may yeah. be. The orifice the, this new T-Rex is known from three nasopharyngeal cases and may well be the first leech species for which Homo sapiens is the type host. Huh. After two years of field research, the team discovered the leech belongs to a globally scattered group of leeches that all suck on mammalian mucous membranes. Yeah. <laughs> While leeches are not typically thought to be significant parasites of humans, parobdolid leeches like T-Rex have been known to cause life-threatening conditions that range from choking to severe anemia and even death. That'd be suck to die from choking on a leech. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it, it, it wouldn't be like the Heimlich wouldn't do you any good because it'd be hanging it's on for dear life, right? <laughs> You know, so he's just like, come on! It's hanging out with both of its suckers. On. Or even worse, you cough and, you, and it goes, like out your mouth, <laughs> like the little end of it, and the one end is hanging on, you like, and it goes right back in. Yep. So we've got some science for this. Uh, leech infestation and its association with water drinking habits. Right. 83%, 83.4% of people who reported uh, having these uh, leech infestations had unsafe water drinking habitats. Right. In other words, they drank water directly from marshes without seeing its contents, substituting cupped palm of the hand for a drinking cup. Who drinks straight from a marsh? Uh, people who are really thirsty. How thirsty do you have to be to drink straight from a stagnant marsh? And not expect to get sick. Well, where is this? Well, where is this happening in Peru? Peru. Peru. This was in Peru. Yeah, when you're in Peru, when you might have Peru. to do that. I don't know. With no, uh, not much in the way of running water. And you know, the name of the country lends itself to the ad campaign. Peru shouldn't drink from a marsh. That was right. That's, uh, that's clever. That is pithy? one of their tourist brochures. Yeah. Peru should know better. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. There's not even a Y in there. Peru should shut up. <laughs> Peru should be funnier. <laughs> nose was the most common ENT site of leech infestation. ENT, that's ear, nose, and throat. That's right. Okay. With uh, epistaxis being the most prominent symptom. Epistaxis? I think that's nosebleed. Other sites include hypopharynx, nasopharynx, and opopharynx. Parts of your throat. Parts uh-huh. of your throat. The incidence of this infestation can be significantly reduced by educating the individuals to adopt safe water drinking habits. There you go. So this is uh, something that can just be prevented by telling people to not yeah. drink water it, it needs like a, it needs like a rhyme or some kind of uh, clever uh you know play on mnemonic. a country's name perhaps <laughs> something like that yeah peru should look at the water you're drinking <laughs> yeah something what rhymes with leeches drinking from beaches check for the leeches oh okay something along those All lines right. but more uh, more bog related drinking water from a marsh leeches can be harsh yeah <laughs> even better Pop culture? I watched 1959's Attack of the Giant Leeches. So did I. And I hope that this is the worst movie that we discussed today. (laughs) Because Because it was so great? (laughs) That means all the other ones will be even better? Oh, I just can't imagine going any lower than this. You know, uh, (laughs) we would have to be in that cave leech territory to get lower Lower, than this movie. 1,300 meters below the earth. Uh, I love the rationalization for how this all came to pass. With like one minute left in the movie, they're like, why? Where do these monsters come from? And the uh, the local sheriff, yeah, the local sheriff who has been a ignorant hick, yeah, through the entire movie, and mocking of the scientists, mocking and all scientists kind of and doctors at every yeah. turn, goes, 
Might have something to do with how close we are to Cape Canaveral. They use atomic energy in the launch of them rockets. Probably caused some kind of gigantism that wouldn't occur regularly in nature. Yeah. Uh, completely not true none of it is true none of it is true none of it is true none of it has any basis in fact whatsoever not only that it's being delivered by the supremely like established earlier in the movie Hick local sheriff which shows that he's wrong and the answer needs to be revealed in the sequel instead of the game warden and the doctor and the scientists they're all standing there at the beach's edge probably has something to do with how close we are to Cape Canaveral yeah do they all kind of shake their heads and go no 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 he's talking to the girl she goes oh Oh, yeah, probably. That makes sense. Yeah. And also, maybe these things will cure my cancer. <laughs> uh, it it was definitely a guy in a plastic bag yes. swimming around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They just stuck a sucker thing to the face of a person and then draped him in a plastic bag and had him well, swim. Well, listen, it was 1959. They didn't know what giant leeches would look like back then. They didn't. <laughs> science wasn't advanced enough. I wouldn't want to be a leech costume actor uh, in 1959 leech number one on a movie produced two. by roger corman's brother <laughs> <laughs> i believe i would die i mean you don't even see the leech till like 34 minutes in and even and then it was like you know i do like the barely. sound they make though though <laughs> you like that you're always new and the leech was coming when you heard that sound uh, yeah, I like the fact that the leeches stored their captives yeah, for days. Yeah, that was weird. They put them, brought them to an underwater cave, cave right? And, and then, and then just come fed back. on them occasionally. <laughs> would come back, even though they were man-sized leeches. <laughs> they were literally eight feet long, right? Right, and uh, and then they would suck just a little bit from them, and they would go, "Oh no, please, no more!" And then they would pass out, and then come back and suck some more. Well, maybe they're very body conscious, and they don't want to gain too much weight, uh-huh. so they're watching yes. what they eat. <laughs> You know what wasn't clear to me was whether or not the uh, the girl that that floated to the surface last, whether she was alive or dead. Yeah, me too. Because they, they made it absolutely. They, she, before she went in the water, she was definitely alive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They pulled her out, laid her on the bottom of the boat, and then proceeded to ignore her. Yeah. For the flash. I'm surprised five they didn't the bring her up with a boat hook or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they can, she she goes in the water alive. Yeah, and yeah. then floats to the surface, and they're just like oh, whatever, uh, and like like he said, maybe some CPR or something. Probably could like maybe brought him back. I don't know, but yeah, they, uh, they especially really... since like the scene before that is that maybe she's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they see her, and they're like, oh man, oh yeah. there she is. And they just like, leave her in the bottom of a canoe for yeah. five minutes. She'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> or off. or she won't be fine. Sleep it well, off. We don't care, evidently. Yeah. Although every all of them wanted to sleep with her, so you'd think they would have gotten on that mouth to mouth right away. There was a 2009 remake of this movie, what? which I watched the trailer for. Uh huh. And the leeches look better, but the acting looks worse. <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe. I know. And in the news for this movie, uh, sometime before May of 2011, one-time Playboy playmate Yvette Vickers passed away. Her mummified body was found at her home in Benedict Canyon, California. She was the female lead. In Attack of the Giant Leeches. Oh, in the 1959 one? Yes. Oh, she was the one who played the dead blonde who uh, floated to the surface? I guess or so. The, I don't know if she's dead or alive, but everybody in the movie didn't seem to care? Or maybe she was the... The brunette the, that was the hanging out with the game of warden? The scientist, yeah. Not the scientist. The, the game scientist's warden. daughter. Yeah. Game warden's girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't actually look up I don't know. The who, hot blonde seems like more of a Playboy figures. playmate It's type. true. It does. Yeah. Well, I tried to watch 2003 Leeches. Leeches! Exclamation point. Aha! Which makes it seem like it would be a musical. <laughs> makes it seem like it should have been written. <laughs> which makes it seem like it should have been written by Banks! <laughs> yes. According to uh, Gavin, this is a gay horror flick. 
Oh, really? Gay horror flick. Okay. Not a gay horror flick. Maybe they're both. I don't know. I tried okay. to. Uh, I tried to uh, acquire it, but uh-huh. I could. I could not do so. Oh. oh. So unfortunately, we'll have to rely on uh, internet people to uh-huh. tell us whether or not this is a good, bad, or my guess is bad. Anything with leeches in the title, I don't have high hopes for. I watched 1989's Return of the Swamp Thing. Okay. Which has uh, it has return and swamp in it. Yeah. So it makes sense there would be a leech, right? Yep. But it also doesn't make sense that it would be any good. It uh, it wasn't good. I totally expected it to be terrible and just hate it. But it's actually kind of campy fun. Like I I can't argue that this is a good movie. Okay. Swamp Thing and being has, the DC super right. hero. <laughs> He's super thing. Well, so Swamp Thing is supposed to be a superhero. Right. But in this movie, there he's totally played up as ridiculously heroic. Like every time he shows up, there's heroic music stings, no, and nice. the way he talks, <laughs> they call me Swamp Thing. Like oh, he, God. He, he speaks. He's got like and the poses. powdered toast man voice. He really does have that that ridiculous heroic voice. Because yeah. in the comic book, his like word balloons always are like drippy. Yeah, like, they almost have vines hanging <laughs> off of them. He's so you always to imagine be... that he, when he talks, he's supposed to talk like he's supposed to be a weird, creepy element mental not quite human looking yeah. guy and be weird and in this like he's like a normal guy except like a normal heroic muscular hello guy. madam yeah need your cat out of a tree so the leech Kids, angle don't is, forget to eat your vitamins <laughs> <laughs> the leech angle is uh a dr arcane and his team of scientists are doing horrible genetic experiments and mm-hmm. crossing humans with animals and okay. one Swamp of his critters. monsters is a leech man uh, nice it's very dr moreau it is very dr moreau okay. uh, except his his uh experiments tend to be even more gross and less like most of them seem to be complete mistakes uh-huh. like there's one monster with like an elephant head but part of the elephant head is off the side of his his head and he's got another oh, okay. mouth mouth here because it's a total mistake uh so this movie was uh, it was bad but also like just kind of celebrated that it was bad and cheesy like mm-hmm. i think that they knew how ridiculous it was that swamp thing seemed heroic so and it wasn't a good movie but it was fun to watch but it was fun to watch yeah uh i didn't really like hate it. it was uh <laughs> no i really the transformers movies i really got mad at it's because you're too invested yeah maybe it's <laughs> I, I admit it it's probably subjective <laughs> Has anyone watched Puppet Master movies? Any of them? No. No. Because there is a one of the puppets in the Puppet Master movies is Leech Woman. Oh. Who's a doll that okay. regurgitates up leeches, leeches oh. to horrifying effect. That, uh, that, that does, does sound, sound horrifying. horrifying. Stand by me. Stand by me. That has the leech scene. Yeah. With Will Wheaton grabbing a leech down to shorts. Yeah. <laughs> everyone remembers that. Yeah, that is a very memorable scene. You can watch just that scene on YouTube. Where they're fighting in the pond. Yeah. And they and they feel something. Leeches. There's something on your neck. Yeah. They do not follow the public service announcement of correctly removing a leech. They now, just grab them and rip them off. When everybody who played one of the kids in Stand By Me is finally dead, will that make the movie better or worse? Will you Ooh. be sad watching it going, oh, they're all dead? Or will you be like, ah, oh, they're all dead. They can no longer tarnish the good name of this movie. Why? What? You didn't like Stand By Me? No, I did like Stand By Me. But then you like, you know, then Corey Feldman's in it. You're like, oh, he's right. such a douche. <laughs> but was he? Was were there other douches in the cast? Jerry O'Connell. He's a bit of a douche now too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, he was in Piranha 3D. That's true. As like a porno producer. Yeah. And he seemed to be a little too into it. Maybe he's a good actor. 
Do we have no. reports? Of- no, there's no danger of him being a good actor. <laughs> oh, dear. Jerry, I'm sorry. I, uh, I've i heard nothing. Jerry O'Connell that. totally cock-blocked me in a bar one time, and so maybe I got oh, too much. Oh, I see what's him. happening here. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, he was shooting Mission to Mars. That I was in a bar. Bastard. And then he rolled in. Totally mowed my lawn. Oh, it just makes him a normal human being, not a douche. Yeah, he's pretty douchey about it. Was he? He's like, yeah. Who are you? You're not Jerry O'Connell. I was in Stand By Me. Yeah, that that's was a, that's exactly what he yeah. starts every sentence. That's with. why you hate hey, it so much. I was in Stand By Me. Listen, man, you didn't have a secret identity. <laughs> I had a secret identity. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the Masters of the Universe, Leech. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah, let's we can't I, possibly not mention him in the Leech episode. I don't remember this character. You don't remember him? He was the one with the suckers. He's like five suckers. He has one on his face with the with the, was the, the he sharp in the pointy cartoon? teeth. He was one of the Hordax evil horde guys. So he may have been more in She-Ra. Yeah, cuz I don't remember. He-Man. Yeah. He's an amphibian-like creature of a large and bulky build, like all of them, <laughs> with green skin and suction pads on his hands, feet, and mouth. Okay. And the toy, of course, uh-huh. the idea being, you lick oh, the suction pad and you stick, stick it on the window things. or whatever. Yeah. He's leech. Uh-huh. He's leeching all your power away uh-huh. from your window, your wall. <laughs> leeching all the power out of your window. Yeah, making it not structurally sound. Yeah. <laughs> your load-bearing members. Collapse. <laughs> the Grayskull Wiki says that, yeah, he's from She-Ra, Princess of Power. Uh, he's regularly seen among the main Horde members, but rarely showcases his power suction ability and receives generally little character development. <laughs> and no episodes yeah, feature him in the spotlight Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, what I are you going to do? I mean, how can you... I, the fact that they designed this character to begin with is kind of ridiculous. Like, you know you're never going to use it. I mean, are you going to have it sucking your hero's blood? No, that's disgusting. That's probably the problem, yeah. Yeah, you, you're, and then you can stick it to things? <laughs> oh, big whoop, right? I, I think would he's like just to, a toy. Yeah. I would like to see Leech Man sucking the blood out of She-Ra or He-Man. I know that's that would what be a you scene. would like. I would like to see where they uh, syn- yep. syncope. They have syncope. <laughs> oh yeah, and they faint. No, no. He man goes. My heart is too full to be drained of blood, and he uses his power to generate so much blood that leech just explodes. By the power of Grayskull, I have the blood. <laughs> You understand that if they actually did that, it would like nightmares would have abounded amongst America's youth. You didn't get nightmares from Orko? <laughs> His terrible voice. Herc, Herc. Oh, that's him, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. Me. That's that me. was I'm one of the first annoying sidekicks, though, yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside. And when you wake up, startled to say, I hope I don't go crazy. Caustic Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson while being mauled in the face by kittens with their tiny little kitten claws. To comment on episodes, make donations, and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit causticsodapodcast.com. 
Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. I'm a fan too. Thanks for listening. Many leech speeches. Many leech speeches. Hold on. <clears throat> All right, good. You're clearing your throat for me? <laughs> no, I've had to clear my throat this whole time. That was weird. And we finally had to stop, so I was able to do it. I hope that works. What are those noises? Someone's dying out there. Is Mike having a heart attack? <laughs> Okay. No, he's fine. Okay. Weird. I thought he was going, ah, yeah, why no, are you guys help not me. helping me? <laughs> <Yeah>. Guys, <laughs> my heart. Red alert. Oh, uh, where was I? We need something in case that happens. Uh, <laughs> what if he could be out there Water for an nine. hour? No. We'd be like, I think we're going to take our break. And we'd walk out and Mike's lying there not breathing. <laughs> I think I could go with the assumption that he's just not going to drop dead at any given moment in time.